You can cup your ears. Dirty bird sky rat. Should have got some like cup. red solo cups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. ears. <laughs> red solo cups are. Uh... <laughs> that would have been awesome. What are we talking about? He doesn't have earbuds, so we could have like put like. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like a have a gun. string going from each one. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I should give him this headset so he gets like the full experience. You could. I didn't want to overwhelm him. Yeah. This is this is all new to me. Just keep it simple for Bubba. be gentle. It's my first time. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, let's go ahead, and um, we, we kind of need to, need to do introductions. We have two brand-new guests on the show. So let's start with Bubba, who I've talked about on the show before. This is the guy who went to Idaho, and uh, while I was starting to daze off and take a nap, he woke me up with a gunshot and one of the worst pack-out, the worst deer pack-out I've ever had. Mind and you. he uh, beat my ass off the hill with a giant dip in. And uh, I was lagging kind of behind there about halfway through. but Copenhagen gives you power. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and give us a quick intro there. I'm Jason, Bubba, mm-hmm. Garrett's cousin, mm-hmm. and I don't podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens. You don't listen to many podcasts at all, do you? I don't listen to anything except <clears throat> old country music. Old country music, rodeo music. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I work and I hunt and drink Ham's beer and now you <laughs> every once in a while. drink Ham's beer. Now you used to guide too, though, didn't you? Well, I worked for a guide. Okay, kind of if you want to call it that. It was it Where was, was fun. Deer Where? Creek Ranch for Western oh, Oregon. Oh, in Oregon? Yeah, Western Oregon Outfitters out here. Right. Okay, so local. Roseburg. Yeah, it was local. Local. Okay. It was fun. James. Next, Brad. What's up? We don't need you. We, people know who you guys are. Oh, yes. <laughs> the guy in the beanie. Got <laughs> the dude that wears the beanie. The, the beanie new, brand. the new guy. Yeah, the guy that wears the beanie. I feel like me and Bubba are in the same uh, <laughs> same ballpark. I don't listen to podcasts and never, never been on one. So, yeah. You're like, sure. Fuck it. I don't know. I'm glad I could share. <laughs> yeah. if, I'm glad I could share my first with you. <laughs> <laughs> my wisdom will help you, I believe. <laughs> So we are basically just getting together before season um, just to kind of get a bull set, bullshit session in and um, talk about what works excited about, what our plans are. Brad's kind of fucking doing his own thing this year, ditching everybody to go find bigger and better, greener grass. Hmm. So kill right. bigger bulls. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll that means you're going to have to pack it out yourself this year. I got my buddies over there. <laughs> it, it, it should be fun. But it's not going to – I'll be back with you guys next year for sure. You see how he I'm said. Only, you see how he said. I've got my buddies over there. Raise your hand if you're going. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one. <laughs> so, I I wanted to do something different this year because yeah. I've been doing the same thing. You know, same unit year after year. Shoot left-handed. That's just, different. <laughs> <laughs> just want to go back to kind of like my roots. Like I started out hunting with my buddy Nick, and uh, it's gonna be fun. You know. Yeah. Kind of. Getting it, uh, get, getting to hunt with him for the year. It should be fun, right? And your wife, and and her, yeah, <laughs> and her. I, I remember her. <laughs> Talked to her last week. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Said, uh, yeah, a couple weeks. That's what they're gonna say. Oh, I talked to my husband a week ago. <laughs> right. I I try to cater to to Kim's uh, requests about a month prior to season because she's basically single from September to the end of October. Yeah, she told me it's the happiest month of her life. It's probably she. Dude, she probably lives her <laughs> best life. I don't, I don't doubt it. I, I'm gonna go suffer through a horse show tomorrow because it's the only one I'm gonna watch. So, horse show. Yeah, 
Here, let me your, fix your, your mic here. I don't think they're broken. picking. Just put it on the chest hair, man. There it's you closer go. to the, the mouth. Chest hair That's better. <laughs> you leave the chest hair <laughs> But, um, so, I, Bubba, I kind of want you to tell your first story that you told. Um, you're going to have to rehash it out here. And what you were telling in the kitchen, because I want people to kind of get a flavor for, for, for you hear what you're about about the dukes of hazard bowl <laughs> yeah. is that the one you're talking well, about well when i came <laughs> so <laughs> what happened is i i got a call from a buddy and and um i had to leave the room and it was he left he i left the story where he's on his knees and he missed a bowl and he's grabbing another one and there's dirt in the knock and so he's rubbing the the knock across his string to get and then I come back, and he's like, so I have my bow drawn out the window or something like that. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, two like, different stories. Two different stories, but two different stories. it was just like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so go ahead, and, and which one do you want to start with, by the way? My first bull, I'll tell you, my first, first bull of the bow. Okay. Was first started bow hunting, hour and a half after daylight, walked in, and we spot a bull like 400 yards away down this ridge. And I've never done this before, so I'm like, you know, I can shoot that with a rifle. But how are you going to shoot that with a bow? The guy I was with, he's like, well, you sit up right here. I'm going to walk up the hill about 100 yards. I'm going to call him right to you. And you're like in reprod? What are you in? Yeah, it was like reprod unit. You know, it's like three feet tall. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, yeah, bullshit. You know, that's just, it's not that easy. Uh-huh. And so he goes up there and he calls. About 15 minutes later, I hear this elk right down below us, like coming in. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? You know, I'm like freaking out. <laughs> so I'm ranging everything. And the bull walks up. And he's standing right behind a tree. I ranged at 30. And I was like, well, that's easy. Easy money. So I shoot for 25. Shoot right over the top of him. I'm like, what just <laughs> happened? You know? So now I'm really freaking out. I knock, try to knock another arrow. Well, when I was sitting on my knees, I stuck all my knocks in the dirt. So they're all full of dirt. So I pull another arrow out of the quiver. And I'm trying to knock it on there. And I can't get it on there. And the bulls are standing there looking at me like I'm an idiot. And I rake the knock down the string, knock the dirt off, and... Shoot him at fifty. I'm like, <laughs> did that? What just what just happened here? I'm like freaking out, you know. And the bull, you know, ran off. And so Jeff comes down and he's like, "What happened?" He's like, "I just shot a bull." <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, "I told you it wasn't that hard." <laughs> <laughs> Was that opening day? Opening day, my first year bow hunting. <laughs> Like Jesus my whole Christ. hunt lasted like three hours. How big of a bull was it? Four point. Four, point, four rag. point rag. Yeah. How uh, how many spoiled. bulls have you killed opening day? Uh, three. Th- three. Three bulls opening day. <laughs> how many opening weekend? Just that that was just it. the three. Just the I three. didn't know if there's like one that was after. No, I think three, three opening day bulls. Three opening day bulls. That's freaking ridiculous. And I can't I can't ever shoot them. No, no, none of them gets close enough. Well, one of them, that one, I was with James. Mm. What's your that range? That was a thirty yard. That was a thirty yard shot. How far will you shoot? I'll shoot eighty. Will you? Yeah, you know, confident. Confidently, yeah. I've killed a bull at seventy seven and one at seventy five. Now you're you're kind of like Trent Fisher, where you don't know your arrow setup hardly at all. You just I've been getting better on that <laughs> the last few years. I'm talking to you because you nerd out on that stuff. Yeah, right. I finally started paying attention to like making sure they all weigh the same and. Make sure everything. <laughs> well, I mean, like they all weigh the same. I wear, you know, I, I use awesome. all the same shit, but I've never weighed an arrow before a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, how, how heavy are your arrows? They're like four eighty something now. I'm shooting four eighty. It's plenty. I think I think it's four eighty. Yeah. Because I went to a heavier arrow, and I went to heavier broadheads last, well, two years ago. So 
the last time I bow hunted. Hmm. What are you using for a broadhead? The G5 Strikers. A lot of people are using those. James talked me into trying it. I, I'm a Is that Montec. what you use too, James? Was, yeah, that's what I've used. I've used Montex I've used... for, well, I've been bow hunting for what, 15, 17 years, yeah, something Montex, like that now. Uh, I love them. They're, they're strong them. and they shoot and I've killed a lot of shit with them. Yeah. They're but they don't, to sharpen, though. they don't leave a good blood trail. Well, I don't care how you're sharp You're thinking they of the Montec are. G5, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're shooting the Strikers. I am now. Yeah, the Strikers yeah. are pretty sharp. The Strikers are sharp, but the Montecs, Montecs that's what, are that's a fixed what he started blade. hunting with. Yeah, those, I don't like the, I, the first bull I killed was with a Montec, um, G5 Montec, and it's just dull. Yeah, I never well, could get them sharp. I mean, it still kills. Um, yeah. I got this little belt sander, and you put a fine grit <laughs> belt on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sharpen them things up really good. Can you really? But it still doesn't seem to hold, leave a good to blood leave a trail. Good blood tra- it doesn't seem to... I mean, and I, don't, I mean, they fly good. They're the one of the best flying broadheads I've ever shot, and I've tried a lot of different broadheads. Yeah, and but they just don't. They get, you get and I'm whistle. colorblind anyhow, so it's hard for me to track blood. <laughs> Maybe he's getting like but, these giant red carpets. You just can't see it, them. <laughs> well, we tracked a bull in Eastern Oregon that two of my buddies we were over there hunting with. They ended up shooting at a bull, and me and the other guy was going up the ridge to meet him, and came across a blood trail. And it was fresh, so we thought it was because they were just you know a quarter mile around the ridge mm-hmm. when they got us on the radios. So we started tracking these this blood towards them because that's the direction the blood was going or coming from. We thought, and my buddy Matt, he's like, "Well, there's blood there," and I'm like, "What are you looking at?" Oh Jesus, rookie move. That's mine, isn't it? No, that's mine. Oh, it's yours. Jesus Christ. Bubba. I thought I had it on silent. <laughs> <laughs> it's technology shit. <laughs> and uh, and there was there's blood all over the place. I couldn't see it. It just looked gray to me. When you're tracking in the rocks in East Oregon, you know, I mean, everything's gray over That's there. That's crazy. So I used to pack when I first started bow hunting. I'd pack a bottle of perox squirt bottle of peroxide <laughs> mm-hmm. in my pack with me, mm-hmm. just to see what just, bubble. Just to find blood. That's crazy. I didn't know you were colorblind. Yeah, I'd be a good fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> you missed your chance. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit now. They don't let you drink hams in the Air Force. <clears throat> oh, that's why you don't let them know. <laughs> but um, so did everybody here bear hunt this year? You bear hunted, right? A couple times. A couple times? I said you didn't get out much. Times. I went out a few times. I couldn't find a bear during the spring. Really? Went out, well, the first day I went out, me and James seen a bear. And I did not see another bear after that. No shit. Yeah. Oh, I went out like half. Well, I mean, it was it was slow for me at the beginning of the season, anyways. I couldn't find a bear. I wanted to shoot to save my life, and the only one I did, I I shot right over his back. Mm-hmm. You know, or I, I hit him like barely. Yeah. Flesh wound. But. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was a really weird year this year for bears. Like Brad killed a good bear, but he hunted. He actually took off work. Mm-hmm. I killed it before vacation, though. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> like your bull last year. What did year? you do? What did you do then? You just fuck around on the farm and well, yeah, drive so around or what? Originally, I had <clears throat> three weeks in bow season off, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, man, I should just trade one of these weeks for a bear season week. So I did. So now I have two weeks of bow season, <laughs> and that week I just sat on my ass at home because I killed a bear. So, <laughs> right. yeah. That sucks. That was a good bear. Chocolate bear, right? Yeah. 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 You didn't, Scott? No, I golfed. 
<laughs> it was uh, yeah. I, I forgot to introduce Scott. I'm like, this is the guy. This is the reason I'm going to blame him. I don't podcast hardly at all anymore because I've been golfing with this guy. Yeah. We so, go quite a bit. I just Did you bear hunt this? You're replacing no, I don't bear hunt much. I, the, I've killed four bears. All four bears I've killed have been uh, three of them during elk season, and the other one was during rifle season for deer. Really? Yeah. So another interesting fact about you, you're the first light arrow guy I've ever had on the podcast. We're about the same. Light arrow. What? Yeah, you were 385. Yeah, I mean, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you shooting for arrows? Give or, give or take a little. What are you shooting for, what are you I, shooting I for arrows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Radial X weaves or something like that. See, I was shooting those Axis 500s for years. And 500s? Yeah, remember what? we gave me... Sh- I sold them to you. You sold them to me? Or yeah, and I probably gave them to Shelby because that's what she was shooting. We met at the bow range and you, somebody bought them from me. And he asked me if I had... TiVo or Venmo or some shit. Venmo, PayPal. I was like, do I look like I have Venmo? TiVo! Do I look like that? I have that? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to sit in the parking lot watch a couple shows real fast while you guys go in there. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. Uh, I've oh, shot yeah. those arrows for shit, probably like a decade. Yeah. I mean, those light arrows shot good. I, I flew, I've thrown, I've flown through a bear at 52 yards, uh, back rib through the chest, flew through a bull at 72 yards. Like, I've thrown, I've, Flown through everything I've ever shot at with they a good. with a three hundred eighty five grain arrow. And how fast were you chrono in your bow? Three forty seven. Three forty seven. That's smoking. That's freaking fast. My my bow. The bull I killed at seventy yards was uh. I was shooting those five hundreds. Five hundred spine. Yeah, the Axis five hundreds <laughs> and. The lob toss up there, and they were they were actually flying good for you. Yeah, that's crazy. What I was mean, your poundage and setup? Uh, what was that? It was shooting like two fifty seven was my first bow. It shot. It was an old old. So boy. you were probably not far. Well, you're still probably because you're drawing I mean, what twenty seven. I don't know twenty eight something like that. <laughs> my arrows are twenty seven inches. That's, that's right. That's what we want. So yeah, yeah you're, never, you're, I've you're never probably twenty eight had my draw length or anything measured by anybody i, I have no idea <laughs> i just go out and he just goes kill just go yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. bubba yep. <laughs> that's bubba do a t right there but yeah so it's kind of interesting because scott's had really good success with his lighter arrow setup and then i was kind of like wasn't talking shit about her and they might get like have you ever considered going heavier you were talking shit about it. Kind of a little bit. He did. With Pretty. me, too. That's why I changed. <laughs> yeah, he made fun arrow, of me, and then he started asking me a bunch deep. of questions about arrows, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I shoot it, it hits the animal, and it dies, and that's what I worry right. about. Well, yeah. we, we were shooting out to 80, and you were shooting phenomenal mm-hmm. the other day. Like, we all shot actually pretty good out to 80, but, like, you're the first light arrow guy that I would actually trust kills stuff mm-hmm. that I've had on the show. I mean, his wasn't necessarily light. <laughs> I'm just messing. I mean, with 500 it. spine arrows is gonna, it's gonna be fucking light, but yeah, it was your like, 500 spine arrows are probably just as heavy as his, if not heavier than his radial X weaves, because those are so light. Yeah, so light. Good broadhead, and it's all about shot placement. Yeah, you can kill anything with a 22 if you shoot it in right. Hundred percent. I've heard. I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to be said about shot placement here, but I mean, what kind of heads were you using? Uh, now I shoot the Muzzy Trail cars. That's Great I've head. shot those for yeah. like uh, like six years now. Yeah, I like that head. Yeah, prior to that, I shot I shot some other different uh, some different Muzzies. Um, 
shot interlocks for a little bit. Didn't like those as much. Those started to get to where they'd vary off too much. So that's why I switched over to show cars. And mm-hmm. man, those things, um, not only for accuracy, but Cody, one of my other buddies, he, he and I both started, switched over to those heads, and um, the blood trail with those are just unreal. With which ones? The uh, choke cars. Oh, okay. Any, any animal that I've hit has just uh, – uh, uh, unless I, I – if you look at the bull last year, he didn't hardly oh, bleed at here all. here we go. But Except. Every other bull, every other animal <laughs> I've killed has just been just died. dumping blood. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he died. I, I found him. I you were there. I was there. I helped. <laughs> I was going to say, you were there. <laughs> Some people weren't. But. Yeah, no, no. <clears throat> Some people like Brad didn't Yeah, see, up. I don't like I think, I think Brad I think, was sick. I think he was working. No, I think no, he had – No, my leg, guys. I thought oh, he had COVID yeah. last year. Yeah, it was a, no, my fuck. My, my fucking knee he blew his knee up or something. Yeah. Oh, he told me he's like, "Oh, Brad's sick. He can't make it." And I was like, Dude, "I mean, he, I was technically sick. I could not walk." Oh man. Yeah. After I. Oh, he's same a, with uh, his buddy Justin, the guy that was uh, helping pack out my bowl with. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. You just got to power through it. Yeah, man. It's Dude, all mind over matter. He well, called me. Up, you man. put a dip of Copenhagen in and get <laughs> shot in the hands, and you just. He called up. me when he hurt his knee, and I'm like, I, I can take you to the hospital. Like he was like in serious pain. I, this is how bad it was. I called my boss as soon as it happened. I'm like, hey man, I know I got to be back to work, you know, in a couple days, but I don't think it's gonna happen. It, it, so I popped my knee out. And I could not extend my leg. It was locked up. Yeah. And it took yeah, no four good. or five days before I could actually stand Tell up. Tell them how you did it, though. Watching TV? <laughs> <laughs> no. Probably not what you guys think. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can tell you the movie is, is uh, what was a fucking Adam Sandler movie. And I was like, laying like this. And it was know, the one with the swan in it, wasn't it? It, it was. Hello, Swan. It, yep. It's <laughs> actually that scene. But no, I, was that one? all I did was really roll over, man. Oh, oh yeah. I swear to God, all I did was roll over in whatever this uh, thing is behind your knee here. This Is that a tendon? Mm-hmm. Dude, it fucking went in, heard a pop like a, and I, mm. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's a sign of old age. It is. And I couldn't, yeah, I don't know. I, I went into the ER, or not ER, urgent care. And they took x-rays, and they're like, yeah, no, your knee's fine. There's nothing out of place. So I'm like, dude, something is wrong. Like, Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I had a doctor yeah, tell me well, the other day that you hurt sometimes just because you hurt, but we can't figure out why. Huh. You, you went, you went to Roseburg, the doctors at Roseburg. It did take – it took four days before I could end up standing up, and actually it's just now like 100%. I mean – Honestly, that's crazy. Yeah, it hurt for a long time. Yeah, I was like, literally, I was like grabbing my kid. I'm like, I can come get you, like right now, because he was like screaming in pain. I was like, fuck. And he's like, no, no, why? No. Couches, couches has got dangerous. me here. Penny's on her way. She's at work, and she's like, I can't come get you. I'm like, someone's got to fucking come get me. I can't drive. I'm like, I'm I was like, do I need to like help you? Out? He's like, and I think he's like, no, I think I can crawl out to the rig or something like that. Was... You know, you know how she got me out to the rig? She huh. grabbed me because I had a sweater on. She grabbed me by the hood, <laughs> dragged me across the floor while I'm pushing. Like an my, injured soldier. While I'm pushing with my off leg. Leave no man behind. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah. They ever like <clears throat> diagnose, like come up with a final? No, because that's the only time I went. I was going to go in to a specialist, and I talked to a couple buddies that had similar issues, and they thought it was a meniscus. Mm-hmm. Like I tore my meniscus. That's a big word. Yeah, I know. I don't even know what that is, but um, I it's think like it's four the car- syllables, three cartilage syllables. In, your, in your knee there, huh? Where your 
joints. That yeah. sucks. And it just locked up, but we're good now. Hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably from like an injury from packing out that bull out of that hole. I was crippled up after that one too. Remember the stupid that was in your bowl? No, no his my his bowl. His you had bowl. me come to a podcast. His, his, <laughs> I couldn't even his move. back hurt for like. Yeah. I remember that yeah, your back was all screwed up. You don't you don't show pain when you're around people though. You me just suck it up and oh. then you go home and cry for three days. <laughs> I tried. I sat yeah. on. I yeah, sat on a exactly right. there. Downstairs, I think we podcast downstairs. Yes, yes, yes. On the couch, yeah. Heat pad, and I finally loosened up a little bit, but man, that hurt. And I'm the old guy here. I I get stove up driving to Roseburg in the morning. When when he was uh, packing out his meal deer, I'm like asking, like, do you like train or anything? He's like, I drink, I drink beer, juice, tobacco, I drink hams. I drink hams. And if I go somewhere that doesn't have hams, I take my own. (laughs) (laughs) Like I went to Wyoming to go to Chris Ledoux days this year. Yeah. And I took my own ham (laughs) because once you get out of Idaho, you cannot find it. When we had COVID and there was that beer shortage, didn't you like buy a whole freezer full or fridge full of hams? Uh, We bought, how many packs did we buy that night? I think I bought 12 six packs. I bought everything the store had that night. (laughs) The whole supply of hams was over at his house. Hey, he showed up to pack out my bowl this last year. Brought some hams. I wasn't there. And Penny's Bear. And it's the only time I see you is when that. I'm packing out your shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you always have hams. <laughs> that that sponsored our packouts last year. Yeah. I think every packout we did had hams involved. Yeah. It's I will drink it if it's and when ice you like cold. something, you like it. He had no idea we even have met met each other. Yeah. Before you got here, he's like, "Have you ever met Bob?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. He's helped pack out two animals with me." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we've run into each other. And he's the only guy that I trust that wears a beanie all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wears like a guy that doesn't have sideburns. It's hard to tell. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, I told James, though, on, if I ever kill a 300-inch bull, I'm going to make a beanie out of his sack. <laughs> and I will wear that during hunting season. <laughs> Look like an old pilot's hat. He's going back to the fire. He's going like an old football player from the 30s. Old Mad Bomber hat. Old, old shower funny. cap. <laughs> Man, I've been so close. Yeah, my God. So many times to big bulls, you know, within 20 yards, and it hasn't happened. Shit happens. You know, I've had elk blow snot on me in eastern Oregon. Hmm. They're big for a reason. And smart. couldn't get a shot at the bull. Really? It was a cow that blew snot on me. I thought she was going to jump on me. <laughs> but, yeah. So it's, uh, that's, the, that's the thing about bow hunting. It's so exhilarating. It's very intimate. It you is. get really close to the animal. Yes. Before you kill like, it. Like, if I was any closer, I'd be inside you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then you end up inside of Your arrow ends up inside yes. Are we still talking about yeah. bow <laughs> Your elbow's deep later, hopefully, you know. But, oh, shit. Well... What's uh what's your plan? What's everybody's game plan this year? You hold now, you shooting the first legal bull. I know what Bubba's answer is. I am gonna <laughs> shoot the first legal thing that will stop in front of me. I have not killed a bull yeah. in a few years. And my freezer is getting awful skinny. Yeah. With elk meat. So I think the only elk meat I have left is uh the elk meat that Caleb gave me mm. from that bull of his wife's. Yeah. That is like the tenderest elk meat. Yeah, I've ever that was had. definitely. So I've been savoring those packages. Caleb gave me axis deer, and that was phenomenal. Dude, that stuff's yeah. so good. So good. I got a line on on a property over there. I can go kill one on. That's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to already go do it, but I never did. Just got busy. 
Golfing. Golfing. Yep. Golfing. See? Yep. That golfing. Golfing. Shit. Yes. <laughs> That's a bad habit. It's addicting. You, it, I think meth would be better than golfing. <laughs> be cheaper. It's cheaper. Be yeah. Better for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, James, what's your plan? Oh, I'm I'm definitely not uh, holding out for anything. I've got a, I've got a couple bulls that I would like to find, but if a legal bull walks in front of me, it's it's gonna get shot. But uh, did, did you get that? Oh no, it definitely picked that? that up. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, tactic wise, just divide and conquer, and divide conquer and hit it hard. I plan on going literally Being, every yep. day after work, yep. every day. Even if I only make it out for an hour or two, I'm gonna right. definitely. Hey, if you find a hot bolt, it doesn't take very long to kill him. I mean, if it's true. in a good spot. But I'm telling you, this that whole that app that I downloaded. That oh, guys, he just about? learned about Palmadel elk nut. See, yeah, this is see, how old I, I am. He was asking me about it. I'm <laughs> like, I have no idea who that shit, is. Oh, really? Never, yeah. You know, I shot the same arrow setup since I started bow hunting. I don't know what it is. You don't he, he doesn't know. For who, see, I'm not years, the only one. 13 years I, I before I switched yeah. anything, bow hunting, and I changed it because I'm a piece of shit. And I you guys <laughs> talking about all your fancy shit. And I was like, well, the whole changing broadhead thing. You know, I want that was to do probably that. a good call. And then this guy, Paul, I'm watching YouTube. I think I was watching a born and raised video on YouTube, mm-hmm. and this Paul Madale thing. I was like, who the hell is that? Like a Sounds seminar. like a heavy arrow guy kind of a thing. I don't, I'm not there. It's an elk calling guru. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, the the, the first seminar I've seen was, uh, I think, from 2019. Right. But for like 20-some years, 20, I don't remember how many years it was in a row, they're 100%. Him and his boy are 100% for 20-some years. Hmm. I was like, you got to be, with, and he swears they're public land bulls. Which I mean, that's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to me. And I don't know, just the way he talks about explaining, you know, just the way he explains everything on how to call. You know, I've never listened to anybody talk about calling before. And I don't know. It was interesting. There's a lot of a lot of things that he talked about that I've been in my own scenarios that like, well, shit, I should have done that. You know, mm-hmm. I'd have known that ten years ago. I probably would have killed a lot more bulls. <laughs> yeah, I think so. calling is probably the thing that I that I grow in more annually than anything. Shooting everything else is fine, but like last year, the bull that I shot, I dropped down over a ridge. I bug- I did an indicator bugle, and I had three different bulls bugle back. And then I had a guy, very clearly a guy, bugle <laughs> like 600, 700 yards to my left. I was like, God, that sounds bad. Well, as soon as he bugled, the bull, the big bull that was to my right, he fired up. And so I stopped. I just went silent and let that guy call. And as soon as that bull started screaming, I just went at him. And I got pretty close. I got to uh, probably inside of like 40 yards from his herd, which was about 70, 70, 75 cows with a spike. In the timber. Oh, in some deep. So you can't shoot 70. No, no, no. It was deep, nasty stuff. But um, no, so there was 70 elk at 30 yards. Oh, okay. But he had already pushed down the ridge, down into the creek further. So he kept screaming. So I just kept working down at him. Um, and then that guy stopped, or we got far enough away we couldn't hear him. And then I started picking up and bugling and started snapping sticks and rubbing trees and everything. And he got fired up and he started cutting around the top. I, ran, I came around underneath him and 
got behind a tree. I saw him, and I, I got down behind a tree, and I bugled and sat there and watched him rake a tree. And so I started just snapping anything I could find and bugling and everything. And um, I, 75 yards away, and I had no clear lane to shoot, nothing. So I started picking out different trees in between me and him, and I got down and just hurried over to one tree, and I'd start bugling. The last, probably like the last 15 yards I closed on him, I hunkered down. I just started screaming with my bugle tube and ran at the tree, and he stood there, and I got to – I think 37 yards and stuck him. Hmm. But it was 4.4 miles from my truck to where I shot him at. You shot a pretty oh, good yeah. bowl last year, too. I mean, that was a five or six point? Big bowl. five. Uh, he was a yeah. big, big five, yeah. And was that the biggest bowl that was in there? Oh, yeah. It, well, the biggest bowl that I saw. Um, I saw a couple other bowls, but they were raghorn, little raghorn bulls and spikes. So I didn't see anything that was really exciting. But mm-hmm. I mean, he had a lot of mass that he carried throughout the whole. No, he's definitely a good bowl. Yeah. He's but, Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty close to pretty close to here, but it was uh, it was interesting because there was some there was some big bowls in that area, and I was like, geez, you know, like if that was the big bowl, because I think the big bowl got poached, but he did, yeah, yeah, he got poached, and then uh, <clears throat> so the guy that poached him when he got so he got stopped by the cops, and, uh, somehow the guy from what I understood is the guy said that. There were no no hunting signs from the direction that he came in, mm-hmm. so he had no idea he couldn't be there. Right. And Sorry. my understanding is organs are right to know. You have to know exactly where you're at. You have to know whose land you're on. That's what I thought. And so um, he shot. I guess it was a stud bull. Yeah. Was like six point. Well, we all could have killed that bull. Yeah, I would yeah, killed. If I knew, I wasn't. Getting, if I knew, I wasn't getting in trouble. trouble One hundred percent. Yeah, because we we seen him. Last year, oh, Both, like, well, like we had, uh, every we had time seen we went him, in yeah. there, we'd oh, yeah. seen him. He was there, he was down there bugling day. before season. Started. Yeah, I was like, oh man, you know. And then yeah, he was fired. I up. found out somebody killed. I so I was so pissed off about that. I called a guy I know at RFP, and I called two staters, and then I talked to one in person. They were like, "Yep, this and that." And the DA ended up saying, "Nope, we're not going to prosecute since it wasn't marked." And I was like, "That's yeah. so bullshit." So they got to <clears throat> mark it from the top. They don't. I mean. It, they're no. supposed to act, they're supposed to put signs up from any access point is my understanding, hmm. and that's supposed to be good enough. Because I mean that yeah, that warehouser unit goes fucking it's steep halfway down the hill. If you, count, if shit, if you parachute that? in somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no, like once, it's legal. Yeah, you can you drive around where you want if you parachute. You're onto something. Well, you man. drive around the backside of that cliff because there's a road that comes around the backside of the warehouser top. And I mean, but right. to get down to there, like you'd have to. What slice. are you posted on? It's a unit. You know what I mean? Right. They said that they should have had it more like where the tree, the clear cut was for the trees. They should have had more science right. posted. But I mean, we shot because I went. That's where your brother he shot him and your dad shot at those bulls in there. Right. The year before, and there was five bulls and probably like sixty, seventy cows in that herd. God, you know, there's that, yeah. that middle piece is BLM though, right? Mm-hmm. There's a the, tiny no, the jump. lowest portion towards the actual pavement road is BLM. That middle section, I thought there's was a, BLM. There's a sliver man, of I timber. I just don't know if you could call that bull in. I've done it. That's, I've done it. He's he's talking about a different. It's, it's a different one. You're off to the left. You're fine. I know. I know where you killed that. I know. I, yeah. I found your your release. Thank you. <laughs> which I, which I don't release. have it. Uh, my buddy Kyle's kid has. Is it, it still good? Huh? It's all rusted up. Oh. Kyle Kyle's kids like, because we found the bones. And oh like, really? I know who's killed this is? It's Garrett's buddy. Yeah. And uh, the kid found the release. He's like, I'm taking this home. I'm like, 
Fair game, I guess. I don't yeah. know. He's we got sh- it. He shed hunted the shit out of that and didn't find one shed. And then he goes back in there without me and then finds two. But that is a good spot, man. I, that's cool. That's yeah, the only problem for me was the it's landlocked by a bunch of privates. So if you right. shoot something in there to get a bull to get a bull up back up to the road, the BLM access road. It's a pain. You've you've got to have a got to strong it. legs. Oh, yeah. I mean our pack out was one of the easiest pack outs I've ever had. I mean I had there's five of us with yeah. packs, and we packed out everything. I there's, took my time. I was actually shed hunting on my way back. There's bulls in there every <laughs> with year, a shoulder though. on my back. My buddy Brady, man, he dropped in there that one year. Yeah, and uh, I went in there with him. Uh, that's the year he broke his leg. You guys get into bulls that year? He watched a big bull go. In oh there yeah, cows. I remember that. I know exactly. We what went in there. About. Yep. And uh, that was a big bull. That was a big bull, and uh, he had that broken leg. <sighs> crazy son of a gun, dude. Like <laughs> that's some steep stuff some coming steep in. Shit. He but hunted with a broken leg. He he had a cane. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he's got a power stroke. <laughs> he's talking about. He probably he's chewed a, Copenhagen too. He had a he had a camel back with hams in it. What was that? He had a camel back with hams. Said he was a timber fuller. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he drank hams. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I think I've drank hams at his house with him. Have you really? Yeah, when we went over to look at his sheds. This is Bubba's people here. It is. It is. is you know, every time I've Brady's tried to work out, dude. I like it's one a of my lot. favorite. Every time guys. I've tried to work out and get healthy, you know, like get in super good shape before hunting season, I get sick. I get injured. I'm injured right <laughs> Your now. Your body's probably trying to reject up. the exercise. Like, you <laughs> it know, is. With this. It is. You know, back before I got COVID, I think that's called withdrawals. <laughs> might be. <laughs> I mean, I was loading my pack down with weight with lead. You know, we make we make our own fishing weights and shit. So we got all this lead. I was loading my pack down, and I was walking on the treadmill on incline for miles every night. And then, like, a <laughs> month before hunting season. Sicker than the dog. I got COVID and about killed me. I was like, fuck this working out shit. <laughs> he, he almost died. Like a day before huh? his birthday. Like the gym equipment was what, is what gave you COVID? No, it was like, it was a treadmill <laughs> at the house. Well, yeah, the treadmill gave you house. COVID. But it was It was stupid. <laughs> He gets I remember herpes, he, he did get sick. Yeah, oh, he almost bad. died. I remember that. They almost put. Yeah, him. I was, my dad told me he's like, yeah, but I was like really sick. I'm like, ah, oh, be nice. Like, no, he's like really sick. I was like, oh shit. Like, if it wasn't for the hams, if it wasn't for the hams died. and the coat filtering all that shit out, you wouldn't have made it. Yeah, you know, was he was sick because, like, when he started getting better, I talked to him and he's like. He's like, I don't even feel like drinking beer right now. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, you are almost dead, aren't you? <laughs> and it was messed up because that's the year we had Sled Springs. Mm-hmm. So I was like... You didn't go, did you? I did. He did. I shouldn't have, <laughs> but I did. We did almost 200 miles did between you? those stupid fucking bicycles I remember that. and walking. Yeah. And... You guys did I shouldn't have You guys didn't kill... No. What, you killed one elk, didn't you? No. No, but... No, I there was a wound, one wound, one got wounded. Oh, really? But it wasn't bad enough to kill it, I don't think, after as far as we tracked it. We couldn't find it. So did you end up downloading the Palmadil app? I did. He sold you on YouTube. He sold you. Oh, app. dude, for four ninety nine. I mean, I've, spent, I've, I've Sell drank right thousands now. of dollars Sell of to beer the in a night. And, <laughs> you know, four ninety nine. hell, that's less than a can of snooze. <laughs> It is cool. I was actually playing with it last night. You do night. like it? I, yes. So what could, does the app do? What is it? What's yeah. the it was, sell, sell Pulse I, and Maps. Okay. I'm gonna, can I show you? Fuck yeah. Okay. I'm going to. 
Have you looked at the app? I'm I've never here. downloaded. I've it. never. I never. This he was is, telling me about it the other night. I, I wanted to come check it out. This and is. See it and uh, like I like that. to be ignorant when I'm out in the woods and don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. is, you know, I think sometimes, like especially when I was over east hunting a lot before you had this draw tag, I used to go over there all the time. Right. Yeah, me too. And I'd get so close to these bulls, and I'd bugle at them. And apparently, I was telling them they left their fucking stove on because they just packed the shit on the other way. But I don't know this guy. The what, way, so, the way what he is Paul saying to do to those The way bulls? he explains this stuff on how to call, I've never listened to anybody ever talk about how to call elk. Right. Because I'm, you know, I'm a hillbilly and I don't listen to shit. Oh, there's one here. <laughs> He's got his app it's out like, on his phone. It's, like, it's got all these. I mean, look at all these. These are all okay. these different elk, elk calls. Ooh, okay. Let me all click on different... one. Does it play a sound? Yeah. Okay. Uh, There's... Click on one that we've never heard of. That you... One you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you guys haven't heard of. Just click on one that's like, what the hell is this? Or you ever heard of a glunk? Oh, yeah. Brad has. I haven't never oh. actually heard one in person. I've never I've heard, heard it one in person three, either. four times in my life. Mm-hmm. Over east or no? I've heard it over here. Oh, first yeah. time I ever heard it was on a big rosy bowl. Huh. First time, yeah. I was like, "What the hell was that?" And then uh, Willie's like, "That's that's called glunking." I was like, "Again, what the hell is that?" Yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, we've probably heard of a lot of the stuff. We just didn't know it had a name. Yeah, yeah. and then, and it, this explains, you know, you can. There's one I did. Last, I was playing with it last night. I glunk when I'm like head back to the truck and I'm like just fucking around, like you know, I yeah, hit my yeah. tube against my side. Or yeah, something. it shows you know. Okay, we'll just I can't. I don't remember which one I was playing with last night. Hmm. Somebody, somebody I mean, for might have had a safety meeting and might have been somebody drinking. like that wants to really figure it out. That seems like a really. So is, deal. is it just giving you like if in situations this is the type of bugle you should do? Well, there, it explains pretty much anything there is to know about. Elk vocalization. So my question to you. So you had these bulls in, in Eastern Oregon that you'd get close to, they'd bugle, right? And then you'd bugle back and then they'd run off? Yeah, when I get in close. Does it, does it help you figure out what you did wrong? Yes. So what were you doing wrong? I was, like, challenging them when I shouldn't have been. Interesting. So what were they doing to you? Just locate bugling? I think they were telling me to stay the fuck away. Is <laughs> what they were telling me. But all right, well, I'm, I'm, we'll just pick this one, the advertising bugle. Oh yeah. Give me okay, that. there's a video. You hit on that. Hit on that. Any. We're gonna get Paul on the show. By the way, we're gonna. I'm gonna reach out to him. I would oh, love to sit on a podcast. Yeah. No, Bubba wants to interview him. Dude, this is like the only thing I've ever nerded out on in my life. <laughs> I've never nerded out on anything. I think Scott's. Uh, no, Scott's just fucking around on his phone. So, <laughs> all right. So he. I thought you were downloading the app. <laughs> so like this is like the advertising bureau, for example. He is explaining it, why you use it, when you use it, how you use it. Just quick little video. But on that same thing, you click on that. And it shows examples. This is him bugling. And, then, and that is what? An advertising video? An advertising video. That's him doing it. Just over and over again? Yeah. And then you click on the real elk example. This is a real elk. Okay. Well, then there's this down here. You can record yourself Jesus, that's quite doing the bugle. it. 
you can record yourself doing all these calls and compare it to the real elk oh, that's and compare cool. it to him. <laughs> yeah. that's I, thought, just, I thought it was a pretty that's like, cool in well itself. put together app in yeah. itself. Well, then there's like sequences and all these different sequences. His, I like his breeding sequence. I do like that. And yeah. I mean, there's there's so much shit on here. I haven't had a chance. I just downloaded it. Interesting. I think if a lot of people yesterday. heard themselves bugle, they would stop do. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. was all 100, 100%. Yes. You know, and then there's this thing with tactics, and it just... All these different things you can. And I'm confused you, by your techniques. I don't know. For somebody who's doesn't nerd out on shit, I'm surprised you download it because it's not like you have a hard time getting into bulls. No, I mean I think I'm a decent caller. I'm not going to say I'm a professional or nothing, right? But I don't know what but the fuck I'm saying. It works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can cow call and bugle and. Right. Thing, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I might download the app. Just, and I just want to learn because it's 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 yeah. not a month of like a yearly thing. It's like well, you download it. It's, it's yours. yours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah even is, if I which get, is pretty cool. Like if people, you get one nugget spend out more of it, than five bucks, it's worth it. And people it's, spend uh, more than five bucks on coffee. You know, right. and how many you times you've been out there when you've heard an elk or make a noise you've never heard before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Paul Medell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I've never heard of this guy before two days ago. Yeah, and that's funny. And I was just like, he's pretty big in the elk in the elk. Listening to his space. that one seminar on YouTube, I was like, holy shit! You know, just interesting. Kinda... Mm. I, I used to listen to a lot of guys on YouTube talk about tactics when it comes to calling and stuff like that, and I'd sit there and practice and everything. And then I think just getting out there and having a bull fired up and yeah. working it and seeing how you. And I guess this. I've never worried about it because, I mean, where we hunt. There's elk. Right. I mean, we don't have to go very far to find them. You'd be they surprised. Some people not... don't find elk in, in our area. Like they'll hunt a whole season and not see an elk. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I hear that. Especially road bears. Hunting yeah. I, road, hunting, bear hunting? Yeah, road, road, road hunting is hard, though. Bear hunting? Bear hunting? Road hunting is hard. Oh, road hunting, yeah. See, that's, yeah. that's the funny thing is like most of the time I'll do like this crazy hike and then I'm like hauling to the next spot i want to go and i'll just like <laughs> almost the... hit them in the middle of the road all the <laughs> that's time that's what happened with us there's so many there's so many times like especially in september there's just like uh, at 10 30 12 o'clock in the afternoon you come around the corner and there's just a bull with cows standing in the middle of the road right you know yeah. going it's the to worst water. when you've been hunting all day oh yeah yeah i spent that whole morning and you're like i'm beat and you talk to your buddy he's like yeah we drove out there's a herd on the side of the road we got out bull walked over and we shot him yeah, <laughs> it happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. That bull uh, know, we killed like, last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that was... we hiked four miles. What was it? It was a, it was a shithole. So we knew the elk from the were top there. of the mountain down to the bottom. That's one thing about me. I don't just go fucking walking unless I know there's elk. Oh there. no, I don't do that either. See, I used to do that. Not. I used to do that too, but it's not a. And I never used to call. I would have to believe that there's elk in there. I'm not going to scout. That bull. Where he killed his bull last year is shit. What two hundred, maybe even a hundred yards from where you, you killed yours? Yeah, yeah. It was with me. It's like deja as, vu. As the crow <laughs> for me, he, I would never would I never would have remembered that. <laughs> that hurt. He told me he's like, "Hey, where James killed Mike? No shit." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you were there. You yeah, I was like, "Oh, right on." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like legit, maybe like a hundred yards. It's a good spot. That. Yeah, apparently. It's where all the dumb bulls go, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just yours. That bull was so stupid. His bull wasn't. I wouldn't say dumb. I mean, no. We, I mean, we, we work worked. We worked him for like forty-five minutes. Your uh, bull, on the other hand, might be the dumbest. Hey, that that could have been your bull. I know. I, 
through. The funny thing, I was trying to. What's act, crazy? I, I was trying to act hard in my head, passing. Yeah, I'm I'm like, like, oh, oh, a fucking smaller bowl. Like a few days later. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What's funny is that if you would have took that bowl, I would have ended up killing the big five point that year. At the end, yep. yeah, yeah, you sound I pretty confident I, about that. What was that? I said you sound pretty confident because I had him at forty-five yards broadside, and again at less than. You didn't get fired up till the end, though. No, we had him. I called him. I called him in twice in one day. Shelby wasn't in the right spot. She wasn't tall enough, but I could have shot him, and at once in the morning, and then he runs off with his herd. No big deal. I know where he's going because they they do that same circle, mm-hmm. and then uh, that evening we come back in. And she gets caught drawing. She said less than 19 yards. She got caught drawing her bow. The bull goes, runs up, just out of view. I have a bull six-point coming in backwards on the trail that I'm standing on. So I run away from it. I grab her. I'm like, switch me spots. And then I go farther up the hill, about another 10 yards, and I'm looking at hooves. And it's that bull. He's right there, like 10 yards in front of me. Like, shit. He takes off. Other bull doesn't get killed. And I was like, god damn it, dude. If I would have had a freaking bow tag, I would have killed a beautiful. Yeah. I have, I've never called a bull in for myself. Really, the bulls I've killed have been say, either somebody called them in or spot and stock, spot and stock kind of from a road. Stuff. Well, called bulls in for people. <laughs> so that bull, or you, just shit house luck, like the one the bull, I killed yeah, with you. The bull, him and that you killed with me. We, we were did a, we, we were cow calling. Walked a circle around him, I think. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like we opening morning, we woke up, parked on a skid, like we were camped on the skid road we wanted to hunt. We hunted our way all the way down the ridge. It's a good spot. Cow calling, bugling. I, we've called a lot of bulls in right there, or like run into elk, anyways. We're running a lot of elk. Yeah, I've never, I've never called one in there though. Huh? I've never called an elk in there though. I just... called a spike into like four yards. I could have rode the thing home, but like it was like, oh, cool little buddy. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think he we was walked... coming to our calls, but yeah, yeah, we walked all the way down the ridge and then noise. we came back, and he was ahead of me, and so we were cow calling back and forth just to kind of like locate each other on the ridge, and then about that time. I don't know if that bull was coming in because we were cow calling or if it just was like a happenstance. Well, he thing. was like. He couldn't have been 100 yards from the truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was 80, 60 he wasn't, yards He wasn't there the when truck. we walked in there. No. Hmm. And then we walked it down this ridge. Mm-hmm. Big open timber. Gorgeous in there. And, you know, we called and called and nothing. So we circled back around and we were coming back out. And there's some old rubs in there. And there was some fresh elk shit. Like, super. And it wasn't there on it when we just walked by it. Oh, really? And I was like, dude, that's a bull. Like, let's go kill him. Just joking around. <laughs> and then we get up and it, we hit the, you hit the skid road. And there's like a flat just up above the skid road. And then it's, I don't know, that flat might be 100 yards long. Yeah. Just 100 yards back up to the main road. And we kind of split up walking through there. Just kind of cow calling back and forth at each other so we know where each other's at. And <laughs> I look up and there's a bull standing there. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I just stand there and I'm watching him. Then James Cow calls, just because we were cow calling back and forth. And that bull picks his head up, starts walking that way. Hmm. Walks out in front of me at 30 James yards. James has cow good call. cow calls. I'll give him that. And smoked him. Smoked him 30 yards. That's the closest bull I've ever shot. Really? Yeah. Do you guys do any? Uh... <clears throat> so my dad and I, when we've hunted areas where we know that there's a large concentration of elk where we know there's a lot of bulls running around we'll get we'll separate out from each other 
and sit and just bugle back and forth. I've had two bulls. It was opening opening weekend bulls, but we'll be set up in tall timber, bugle back and forth, snap some branches, and I've had two bulls walk into like 20, 30 yards on me, sitting there bugling back and forth with my dad. They come in quiet as can be, but mm-hmm. you'll hear them snap, pop every now and again, and then you're sitting there and you're watching. They walk right in, and so the guy that's further away, he just keeps calling. Bull walks right up, just hammer him. Really? Yeah, it's worked. <clears throat> that's been probably for me – Let's see, I've been bow hunting for 22 years now, and out of all those years, I've probably killed the majority of my bulls that way. Set up, screaming back and forth, snapping branches. Kind of that, that cold call. Like, you know there's elk in the area. Like and me and Shelby. It. Yeah, yeah, every time. So I didn't bow hunt last year, but that's Slow something. Slow playing them. Yeah, pretty much. That's like what we did is you just. Thank and you, it Paul usually, I didn't even know what that word meant <laughs> yesterday. You, usually... <laughs> It was like after like forty five minutes, you'd either get a response or you'd have something might come in. Well, I mean, you guys did that with Penny's Penny's big bowl. big yeah. bowl. You uh, know, it was just that's the only time I've really kind of cold call cold call. When I'm cold man. calling, I'm desperate. That's like for me, I'm like fuck. I know there's elk around here. I pretty I much just, just stick to my my own tactic now. But that bowl, yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. But I mean, we, we have small bulls in the area. I mean, think about how many times you've cold called and nothing comes in. It just yeah, like, but I think that's. Uh, I think you I, gotta I, wait I, a little longer, man. I think I, I've, like I've been in, yeah. impatient. Yeah, I think I think I've been impatient, and I think choosing the right area to do it. I think I did a lot of cold calls in spots that I didn't know that there was elk. But I think like now I've got spots that I'm like, oh, if I call here and I call here for like an hour. I'm going to have an elk come in. So do you guys do a lot of like indicator bugle, try to see if anything fires up at all, and then hike like 50 yards, do it again, hike, do it again? I've been, I've been doing a lot more of that last last yeah. few years. That's yeah. all I do. You know, <laughs> that's, I, what, that's what I do all the time. So yeah. I've for had me, elk breeds I've yeah. used for three years because I would never hardly use it. I never used to bugle and all that stuff unless I got on a hot bull. But, uh, me and Brad are bugling 50 times a day. Yeah. In the, in the last few more years, more. I mean, the yeah. more I more I learn about calling and stuff. We're just basically more, covering as much ground as possible and picking spots where we can get as much bang for our buck with a bugle. Yeah. As many I mean, granted, around here, like we were talking about yesterday, I mean, it's Tioga. <laughs> You're just you using ha- unit names on the mm. podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you I'll edit that out. I'll edit that out. Sorry, local folks. <laughs> you don't. There's just. You don't have to scout it. There's elk well, there. You know they're well, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Idaho. Well, you know, I mean, okay, where we hunt. <laughs> where we hunt. Is, Michigan has up now. Yeah, Michigan, Pennsylvania has up. You know, you yeah. don't. You don't have to scout it. You just if, unless you're like targeting a specific bull. I agree, because how many, how many bulls have we killed out. because of scouting? I will tell you right now, every bull I've ever killed, I've never seen that bull prior. Only, yeah. I've only got one. Time I've ever seen the bulls last year. I used to scout a lot, go up in the hills, take food, snacks with me, go up, eat dinner on the hillside, and just sit and watch elk for... I like scouting. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. But I've never killed any of That's the bulls. That's my issue. I'll go to the, the same spot. The bro guys are the same way. I'll go right. to the same spot like the, the next weekend, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I know there's elk in here. They were just here. Nothing. I'll I'll hunt the crap out of that mm-hmm. spot and right. not see anything. 
I'm like, man, screw, screw scouting. I'm done. <laughs> I, dude, I barely even ran trail cams this year. I haven't checked. I have a couple out right now, but I haven't really checked them. But from my what I have learned, I've been running cameras for a long time. Like, we'll have bulls in an area. It's like you want to kill one of these bulls. Well, when season rolls around, these bulls leave, mm-hmm. and now there's new bulls here. Yeah, I mean it's, it's weird. I I don't think you can really target a mature. I know people always talk about patterning bulls and like I, oh you I've know I've never been able to. <laughs> and every time that somebody says patterning bulls, like I'll see a bull. I'll train them out over here, like in <laughs> you know August, early August, and then September. I'll see him so far away from where I saw him before. It's like okay. The only pattern that I've ever had on animals, or there are some bulls that I will get on camera. Yep. The same time of year. Yeah. Yeah, they come into yeah, a spot we'll, to but graze. It's not, and, it's not like to the day. Right. Like, I've had bulls in this certain area. Like, uh, they're growing their antlers there. Yeah. And then they disappear. And then next year, they're back in there for a little bit. And I've, I've done it that way. But it but could I, be like a month later. Like, you but could once get, the cows come in heat and the rut kicks off, yeah. I think those bulls can they separate do, out. do anything they want. You know? I think they're covering ground. They are. I mean, well, heading out towards the coast. They're on this one road <laughs> south of here, if you're into the yeah, not, On the left-hand side the, of the, not the road, Tioga unit. In the unit hunt, there was like nine different bulls, that, a huge bachelor herd of bulls that would just run through this. Um, there's like four or five farms that have tall grass, and they'll go through there and graze and everything. Yeah. Right. And like two weeks before season, they're gone. Gone. But they're all herded up with other like with cows, and the bromance is gone. They're looking for chicks. Right. Yeah, and I think – as of like the last couple of years, you realize like how far those bulls travel. Really do travel. I think, even rosies. When we're talking. Well, yeah, yeah, we no, are like, all like, talking strictly, strictly rosies. Right strictly rosies. Like, here's yeah. the scenario. They like, travel a lot more than we think. A they lot do. more than we think. They do for sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like Cam Haynes, uh, that big ass bull he killed a couple of years ago. Yeah. No one had ever seen it. No one had ever seen that bull prior, and that's kind of what I'm learning. Like these bulls, like the cows that we see. There's different bulls with them every year, mm-hmm. right? Not not that you know. You would think the like if uh, the cows had this that big six point that one year. Yeah, you guys yeah. Seen him, you, Here's you a theory. You would expect him to be there the next year, but and it wasn't he was that, not. It, it was Here's not a theory. The Here's a theory. I didn't yeah. just make this theory until I just heard you talk. What if they're hitting different herds every year to spread their genes around? They're not hitting the same herds every year because that would be. Okay, but do you Weird. think that the, the herd of cows are the exact same herd of, herd of cows every year? Every cow, like cows don't split up into different herds every year? I think they stay pretty... Pretty consistent? Consistent, but that, I mean, who knows? I mean, I... I, I know that... I think, I think they stay pretty consistent, cow. though. Because that would also, though... I mean, she's been if you think about that mentality, though, think about breeding of any kind. If a bull is with the a, same chicks. The, a herd, yes, and then they have, you know, all of their... Wants, they drop. Wants to get some strange, man. Well, they, well they, they, <laughs> they can't breed with their kids. So they go over here. Right. And then the other dude walks in. So, yes. I mean, that's just. If that's they know that's that, why the yeah. five was there last year instead of the big six. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What if the big six is back there this year then? Possibly. Because it's the same size herd about every it's an year. Animal. They don't know that shit. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's, it's an know. interesting theory. There's got to be know. some kind of, like. Intuition in an animal's head, though, because we'd have a lot of weird-looking animals <laughs> running around right. Right. if they were we'd, all. We'd have a lot of right. South yeah. County deer running. Around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I start, almost used a city name. I'm so close. <laughs> we'll some just say, South County. Some animals. South County animals. Uh, everybody, everybody knows 
where we hunt. And, you know, <laughs> well, they know where you hunt now. At least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna find a ham scan on the side of the road. They're gonna be like, I know who was here. Well, dude, yeah. it's as cocky as you want to sound, but like, yeah. So the what they know, they still have to know how to kill. I don't throw my ham scans out my window. You know, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you tell yeah, but I, I wonder if that does play a factor because I've never thought about it like that. Because I mean, Brad is. Uh, we all have had the same experience. Yeah. These bulls are doing random shit every year. Yeah, I think they have to. I think for the good of the herd and everything, I think they have to cycle through. I don't think, that, you know, they're not going to breed with the same cow or the same herd of cows because pretty quick that's their offspring. But we, we you know, but there are certain situations where people, uh, like the, a big bull will take a herd back to a certain area. Mm-hmm. So how does that play in that dynamic? I am kind of curious about like fish and wildlife. Huh? They'll bring a different bull in or something. When, like fish and wildlife, they call her all these elk every year. Cows, but they don't do shit for the bulls. I know, but the cows can't catch them. They're so smart. Do they? Do they? <laughs> do they stick with the same herds? Yeah, in the same for the areas? most part. That, that I mean, is that, that I've got a that. chart that I have not shared publicly because why would I? Say, I've right. never um, seen one, but personally, it's it, it, they it they, it's 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 a study, and if people want to go out and do their own homework, they can find it. But it's a study. Where it shows the ranges of like how many six or eight different herds is on that. I chart. can't remember, but they have a fairly tight home range. But yeah, but I mean, yeah. one, some of them are like this, some of them are oblong, two mile radius, but it's pretty they they, freaking small. <clears throat> my dad's theory of that was they feed, they cycle feed so that they don't eat everything from one area. Correct. Right? Because that's they why they do spot, big circles. Yeah, yeah, they do the big circles and they come back and, but I don't know. I mean, a lot of the elk that I've hunted, typically I find them in the same spots almost every year. They're almost always. Close to that same place, but the cows. Here's another scenario. So we're talking about different bulls showing up with the same herd, year after year. But dude, my a couple of my buddies have kind of patterned bulls. Like Brady's got that big bull Mm -hmm. coming to get cows one week out of the year. Same like to the day. Right. Comes over, gets cows, leaves. Right. He gets them on trail camera, and then that other bull of a. my buddy uh, Will, two years in a row, mm-hmm. same bull shows up same time of year, takes cows and leaves. Is it a coincidence though? I don't know. He gets hard one night and he's like, "I'm going to find the guy." <laughs> <laughs> he's just ready. But, uh, guys, night. <laughs> no, I, I think those mature bulls, and this this is just theory. I think right. mature bulls actually take cows to their place, and I think those you know the smaller bulls just hang out with the herd, with the herd. Yeah. they follow they follow what the herd the big, does true giant bulls uh, there it's it's stunning how much we do not know about rosy bulls for That's studies the, the odfw says they can't study them because the bulls necks get too big i'm like right. what you can do it with deer right you know. uh, deer run up but they don't well you know look at all these huge. hunting videos and stuff from years ago growing up watching these hunting videos there's very few before the born and raised guys the hunted Rosevale elk. Yeah, very few. They've blown the the rosy world up for sure. Yeah, and that's I think that is what is one factor in what made them so popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides they're good at what they do, right? But nobody else, nobody else did that. Well, the guys that were killers were keeping that shit to themselves. Well, yeah, like my dad, my <laughs> like, dad started bow hunting in the in, in the early nineties, and yep. he's like, dude. We had no competition at all. Yep. We had the mountain to ourselves. Yeah. My dad, when I, started when I bow first started, it yeah, it's, it's just blown up. It wasn't very many. Well, Social media in 99. Those guys have 99. Blown this up. And in 99, I can remember driving out to the hills and not seeing a person for the entire day. 
And I go out now, and I see, like, six trucks driving out of my spot. And I'm like, man, yep. come on. Yeah, I don't I, mind the spot people. in Eastern Oregon. I just... When I started hunting that, there was nobody there. Mm-hmm. Bulls, I mean, you drive down the road and see bulls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get off the road, and it was just a bugle fish. Just crazy. Right. Now you go over there, and there's people parking behind you and following yeah, you in. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> and it's... Eastern Oregon, for me, was a very different... It's so different than here. Um, one great. of my buddies, yeah. when we had fires over here really bad and everything was shut down, we packed up a, we put tents and stuff in the truck, drove over and we started hunting. And I remember driving in the night that we got over there and we're driving in and there's bulls like in the headlights, four or five different bulls. And I'm like, Jesus, these are studs. Mm-hmm. And we went over there, we hunted, um, <laughs> Cody called a bull in. <laughs> we, we walked out this one road and we had a ton of luck. And I, I bugled, and we had this big bull just start screaming down in this hole. So we worked down to him, and I, I called the bull out of a canyon, out of this big drop. He come up out, and there was a cow standing behind my buddy, probably like 20 yards behind him. And this bull walks out, and he was a huge seven. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm laying underneath the tree watching. This bull comes out, and he just starts rolling his head back, and my buddy starts drawing, and the bull pinned him. And he flung the arrow. It was 35 yards, and he... <laughs> Accidentally put his 40-yard pin, and when the bull dropped, it hit the bull in the horn. And I actually watched the arrow hit the horn and explode. But we literally walked up, looked for anything, just seeing if we could get the bull to do anything. Walked over to the ridge where he dropped back down with bugle, and we had like four other bulls fire up. And I was like, this is not the same. You don't do that. It was, it was not so, yeah. Hardly at all. But, it I was, mean, New Mexico, when I went down there, you could bugle and you could have – Five ten bulls, yeah. fire back. And it's our just, record is it's different. Yeah, I think our record in Eastern Oregon was six bulls within three hundred yards of us, mm-hmm. and it was like holy crap. My record over here is three at one time. Yeah, yeah. I I've had three going when when John killed his bull. John. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when was that? Twenty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like. You know, over here you don't get bulls. Cause, and I also think, too, Tiny look how condensed everything is yeah, here. Yeah. Look how many trees are so tight to each other. Bugles don't go oh, nearly don't. as far around Mm-mm. here as they do. You get over into eastern Oregon, you get over into something like New Mexico, bugle off the top of a ridge, and that bugle goes forever. Yeah. I mean, I had bulls bugling back from thousands of yards away. Yeah, that bull, 2020, I lost that bull. But we were hunting... And me and me and the other John mm-hmm. went one way. John and his boy went the other way up two different ridges, and John was calling like crazy, couldn't get nothing to answer. So we came back down and ran into them, and they're like, "Dude, there's a bull screaming right here," and we're like, "I mean, we weren't 150 yards from them, and we couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just thick timber, you know. You couldn't hear it, and and so we like." snuck up there and all of a sudden there was just like a screaming fest really i mean this bull was just but we, we were so close in there but we couldn't hear him until we got to the top of that little ridge yep. it was insane <clears throat> I mean, I've been, like, uh, how how do you like how many bulls have you been screaming at yes. n- not knowing that you're screaming, screaming at them yep. or that there's a bull down in the canyon screaming his nuts yeah. off yeah. and you know because it's literally walked right up to the it, edge you know where i'm talking could, about yeah but if you're up out of that draw yeah on top of either ridge good luck 
you can hear bulls from either side well, of that yeah, ridge. Well, yeah, we had that screaming. same, that next year you and I went in there, we had a bull answer, we had a bull going across the canyon. We dropped in on that canyon, never found him. Couldn't, C- he, couldn't, couldn't didn't. hear him. He couldn't hear us or however. And it was like we had to have been within a couple hundred yards of where he was at. But yeah, you go to Eastern Oregon or something, you can hear him screaming for hundreds well, of yards. I've been running up the river and had some <laughs> big draws up there, and I bugled down into a... What? You guys already killed the six pack. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hey, there's more beer down here. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. <laughs> you can put that thing in your pocket and you can go wherever you want with that thing. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, six gonna, pack. You I'm don't have run, to hang out here. You can I'm go gonna back run to the store. You're gonna, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go down to backside. I'll, I'll you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna hear him rummaging through yeah. the fridge downstairs. <laughs> hey, you guys want a sandwich? There's <laughs> <laughs> a pizza. Just, yeah. Looking at that, the six pound of or six pack of pounders are. Gone hams. hams. Well, one's on the counter downstairs. One, yeah, I didn't know what you did with your dog. There's uh, another. Well, no, Brad got both the IPAs, but there's no, a bunch of Keystone. I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking either. No, that's it. I oh, got to drive. There you go, Scott. That's all you. No, this propels. Mm. I thought you were gonna make a John Daly. Maybe <laughs> if we run out of beer. I might have is, is it liquor after beer? You're in the clear, or is it beer after? If you're a seasoned veteran, liquor? it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> For guys like me, That's for you definitely rookies. have to have your liquor before rookies. your beer. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I don't drink anymore, man. Like maybe, you know, a couple times a year I'll tie one on. Yeah. I just, I'm, I get a little fucking crazy. James got me drunk <laughs> on my birthday, though. I did. I bought him a lot of beer at his birthday. You get drunk, James? No. As he said. Usually not. So I've seen it, you drink, but I've never it, seen you drunk. It takes three beers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's I've seen him drunk a couple times. Two and a half. Really? So hang on, at the very beginning, you asked about everybody's. Uh, like oh what yeah, yeah, do yeah. This year, you got theirs. Two rags. What are you holding out for? I don't even know, man. Honestly, I'll, I'll just have to. You'll know it when you see I'll it. Know it when I see it. Uh, we got Jace, my buddy Jace, new hunter this year, and never bow hunted. So he drew. He drew. I, really? I carried him over. You carried him? I carried oh, two nice. of my buddies over. Really? Yeah. I, I spent a lot of points. Yes, you did. I don't want to go over east. I so. know. I, I. One of these years, I'm going to break you of that. I'll go to Idaho, but <laughs> if I go east, this is my theory. If I go east, I might as well just fucking go to Idaho and hunt. So I oh, there's some points. cool bulls. There's, there's some, there's some really bulls. cool places over in Eastern yeah. that are just sick. Like that area I went over there and I'm hunted? I'm just not interested in it. Man. Uh, like, I, I've got the Roosevelt bug. Man. Yeah, but I, you want, I mean, you can I realistically, like where he hunts wrong. over there, too, he gets into some giant I've bulls. seen some 360-plus bulls over there. I give a shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather kill a 260 Rosie than a 360. Really? Than a 360 oh, I didn't know it was that. In Eastern Oregon, where you? Honestly. Well, yeah, I'm not even trying to sound Oregon. like yeah. a fucking arrogant asshole, dude. It doesn't I, sound. It just shows just, me how serious you are about rosies. I just want to hunt rosies. I just so want cool. to hunt big elk. Hunt? That's me. Like I just want right, to kill the biggest it. bull possible. It is oh, now it though. Is now. That's my biggest bull right there, and it's not even that big. Well, so honestly, mine. this year, mm-hmm. so is mine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's. I wanted. To, I almost thought about doing it this year because I didn't bow hunt last year, and I was like, ah, maybe if there's leftover tags, I'll get one. Ever since they changed the regulation to where you can't hunt over there and still hunt general Such season a here, bullshit I just law. Said, screw it. Yeah. God, well, if there was a leftover tag, I was like, maybe I'm going to do it and just make that my season. Just go over there for two weeks. That's going to be my season. For me, I, I genuinely believe that I, if I left here, went there for two weeks, and just hunted for two weeks, I feel like I would have a higher probability of killing an elk there I do too. than hunting 30 minutes from my house. I do too. Because there's so many elk over there. 
And all you have to do, I mean, you can walk, you can walk a mile out of road and not see a person for the whole day, yeah. but you can find wallows and rubs. And I mean, it's because I, I like to hunt everywhere. I want to go all over the place. I want to hunt Eastern Oregon here. I want to go, you <clears throat> know, Montana, Wyoming for Oregon. We got 15 oak points. You're getting close. Not riding my back, but you're you know. getting close. I'm back, I know, up, I'm I'm back up to one. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we've been putting in, like my dad, he's got uh, 14 points, 13 points. Because it's like, I've got 15. My buddy's got one less than me, and my dad's got one less than me. So my dad's at 13 points, and we kept thinking. Big three? Yeah. So for my dad, we were thinking, uh, just go with the easier one. But for me, I'm debating Wenaha or Emily, which one to go for. Right. But I've got a buddy that he's you're actually going to be an guided. old man before you draw that. What's that? Said you're going to be Another an old man five before or you draw six that. years. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm close to three to five years probably. Three to five years. I don't know how old you are, but pretty old compared to <laughs> these guys. I'm real old. You're like four years older. <laughs> like four. Years. As he giggles. <laughs> what are you four? Thirty nine. Thirty eight. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah. See, I'm forty. I just turned forty two. Did you really? Yeah. God damn, dude! Hams. See, I'm the old man. Get my ass kicked by a forty-year-old. How old are you? Look at me. Look at (laughs) forty-two. Forty-two. I'm thirty-four. Hams has collagen in it, so it keeps the skin looking fresh. I can still keep up with you, pups. Yeah, that's true. Don't mind over matter. Man, I tell you, my dad, because he worked in the mill forever, up until probably three to five years ago, roughly. That guy would outwalk any person I've ever met in the mountains. And he would do stupid walks. We went and we were hunting the south side of the not-to-be-mentioned unit that you talked about. Copy. So we sorry, hunted that. Sorry about that. <laughs> and we parked. We're on the board now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hey, I know that because I, I drew the, the big bull tag over there. So we go and we walk. And we're, we're sitting there, we're walking. And all of a sudden we walk out into the city, the little town right there. And I'm like. What are we doing? Right. He's like, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. We've got like five, six miles into here. Oh, God. And so we turned around. We, we started walking back. But we finally found this. Uh, it's like a football field um, clearing. And it's just all grass sitting right in the middle of, the, uh, of this tall timber. And that's where I stuck the biggest bull I've ever seen in maybe the state. Here's a 360-plus bull, Rosie. In the unit that you're going to hunt. Oh, really? Yeah. Shot Jesus him at 72 Christ. yards. He him. told me about that. Yeah. He? he was shooting streamers like a foot and a half out each side. And when we all got there, we got flashlights, and everyone's like, that dude, he's dead. Like, he's he's done. We jumped him probably 500 yards in. Jesus. Wow. And he, we backed off, sat there for two hours, and uh, we got out of there at 4 a.m. My dad had to be at work at 5. At the mill. So he called in sick. We went back up there and tracked him all the way up to water. But, I mean, he was he was streaming blood out more than almost any bull. I've killed, I've shot one bull on a frontal shot that bled more than him. But he was just – it was unreal. And What do you think happened? I, he got up to this there, – there was like a little pond up at the top of the ridge. And you can see where he got in and rolled around. So I don't know if he's got – Mud in there, but Mud they caked in there. They always talk about that no man's land. I, I, I have, they'll shoot I've streams. hit an elk there. Yeah, they so say that you'll shoot stream out like, like you know, an arterial shot It'll or bleed something. like a stuck pig. Yeah, but, but the no man, the one that I shot in the no man's land, it didn't bleed at all. Really, like zero blood on the ground. Hmm. And I actually had somebody that could see colors and stuff. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, I know, uh, like, the lower brisket shot, too. That'll bleed pretty good. Yeah. And then, yeah, but usually that's just straight down. You'll yeah. get immediate blood, too, out of that. Yeah. that and then usually you'll get more of that drip. Yeah. That was like, a horrible feeling losing a bull. Yeah, you'll I get that it. drip. Yeah, but, I mean, he was... Dude, I've wanted to quit bow hunting because... Sprained. It was probably that wide of apart. How long ago was that? <laughs> oh, God. That was... About 17 years ago, because oh, okay. I've got 15 out points since then. So. Yeah. yeah he was a he was a really cool boy. It was cool. Me and my buddy walked into this unit. We we knew where the road was. Once you went through this timber, there's a little creek. Pop up the other side. There's this little grassy road. There's elk tracks all over and everything. And we got in there, and we just started cow calling. This bull walks out. He just starts screaming. We bugled. He came out screaming like he was just ready to roll. Puts his head down and starts eating. And I'm like, man, we don't have that much time till it's going to be dark. And I shot. I mean, I shot twice a day every day back then. I ranged him, and I'm like, yeah, he's right in the wheelhouse. Pull back shot and couldn't see anything because, you know, it's getting dark enough to where I'm like, I, I know that arrow disappeared right where I wanted to I hit. Yeah, I imagine. I don't, I don't All that liquid's got to go somewhere. I don't think you want to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. That's funny. But, man, we got up there, and we found blood for probably – 60 yards before he ran out of the unit. So I just went and tied ribbon up at the top of the tree, you know, at the tree where we could see it. Walked in there with flashlights probably an hour later, and it was like, man, there's a lot of blood in here. Hmm. And so we had people from town drive in and brought out packs and lights and everything. And my brother-in-law, his brother-in-law at the time, he comes out and he flashes flashlight, sees the blood. He's like, oh, this is going to be quick. <laughs> really yeah it's kind of like when you're playing golf and somebody's like oh it's in and then it lips out and you're like why did you say anything you cursed me yeah. same, same concept yeah it's weird they're the tough first golf they're analogy on the on point too. podcast in 130 episodes thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just a golf ep- golfing episode yeah so brad's gonna shoot a good he's not gonna shoot a dink hopefully unless it's hold, late in the season. you're holding maybe, maybe last week uh, last yeah, week dink i'm, I'm holding, out holding out even though we get that extra week this year that's gonna be freaking Crazy. Those elk. Are, it could be, but I, I think it's going to be an early season. Ah, those elk are screaming. I think the elk are going to be screaming earlier this Well, yeah. because we're later this year, but I think first couple weeks are going to be pretty good. I was yeah. out last weekend. There's an early There's estrus that's hitting right already. now. Yeah, because I've heard of five or six different bulls that yeah. are getting it right now. Yep. I've seen the my assistant at work was driving over from Coke over further. Anyway, he was driving over. <laughs> Copenhagen, and, Germany. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was driving from Copenhagen. Yeah. And he said that there was a herd of about 40, and it had two decent bulls in it. And he said that the bulls were there smacking the cows on the butt, showing them across the road. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man. Yeah, definitely pushing already. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not like every year we'll, it seems like we'll find a bull two weeks prior to season being open, screaming and pushing. But – this is more bulls than normal. Yeah, 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 but do you think though the fact that we're all not out there chasing around bulls oh, and I, people are sitting on the I th- doing it? I think Bradley and I were talking about that the other day. Is like I, th- I think the smoke and stuff. I think it affects them. Some well, of the best hunting I've ever had has been. In I the think smoke. I honestly I think every year that we've had really like bad smoke. In the in smoke. Yeah. In the first oh, man, during I the first streamers. week or so of really? season, mm-hmm. bulls have been. Right, well, when John killed his bull. Yeah, that was like that was the like when the fire, the smoke. bad when it started getting real bad. Yep. I mean, we got up there. We went up there after work. We got off work early that day and went up there, and the smoke was. And I was like, dude, this is the wind was howling. I was like, this is not a good day to be out here. 
I'm like, we got to go try, though, you know, because he heard a bull bugle down in there the day before. And this was, what was it? It was Labor Day week. They're at, right after Labor Day weekend because, hmm. you know, season usually starts a week before. Right. So it was a second week season. So we went back in there and got down in there. The smoke was, I mean, 5 o'clock, it was almost dark already because it was so, smoke was so thick. But we had three bulls going. Hmm. And he's, I, I, I stayed on one side of the draw, and he snuck in there, and I kept him talking, and he snuck in there and, and got one. Hmm. Yeah. And, I, I, dude, it was bad that night, though, because it took us – well, he killed the bull, I think it was 6.30-ish when he, when he shot the bull. I think we found it at – it was 7.30 when we found the bull. And I walked in my door. It was on, this was on a Tuesday evening. And I walked in my door Wednesday morning, and my alarm went off to get up to go to work. <laughs> 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 when we walked in. But it was like ash was falling on us. Ash was falling on us. I mean, it was, you know, the wind was howling in that timber. It was like, dude, this is like shit was falling. You know, we're in there with headlamps. That's crazy. I did find a shed on the pack out in my headlamp, though. That was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> if any of you guys have a shed you don't care about, I would really like to have it for raking few. for raking this year. That's the dog's <laughs> chew toy. I mean, that was the one I was just talking about that I found. It's a little... I broke two five-point shots last it's year. It's a spike with a brow tie on it. It's little. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Fit in your pack. Mm. Yeah, just use the broken perfect. half. That's what I do. Yeah. I've, yeah. Got, I've got one broken half, but it's just... It doesn't hold. I don't drill, know. drill it out and attach like a handle to it. It's it's not a super freshy shed. I mean, I could. Br- I'm gonna break the rest of it this season. That's fine. <laughs> you already broke it once. I already broke it once. Yeah. See so you hold now. I was gonna take the bull. My well, last year's bull, and Brad's like, "No, you are not." Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I was like, yeah. I, I told him, I told you I was gonna cut those antlers off the bull from last year and use them for raking horns. And you're like, yeah. dude, oh, fuck you. you. <laughs> no, you're <Yeah>. not. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's uh, like some old school shit, like yeah, yeah. old timers, like that used but, to kill. Like my buddy's dad, he's killed some big shit, and they're all laying in the wood pile. It's like, dude, those yeah, are they, fucking they, trophies. They, they sit there yeah. and bleach on they the sit there bleach out and they're breaking. Yeah, yeah. my grandpa was like that. Him yeah. and the other hunting party. I remember I was, I think I was in the fifth grade, first time I ever went on an elk hunt. Yeah, and I, I wasn't hunting or nothing. I was just there, in Eastern Oregon, on a rifle hunt with them. They're all camping up in the snow. My uncle had his horses and stuff, and I went on a hike with him. And this was like, this was extreme, right. extreme stuff. And that's what got me like into hunting was that trip. <clears throat> and go back to my grandpa's, and he's got these just rafters full of antlers, mm-hmm. just like monster bulls. Hmm. And he didn't have one. Well, he had a game room out, and he had some nice bulls in there, but these other bulls were just like <laughs> way bigger than anything I've ever killed. Right. You know? I mean, the first bull I ever killed was the biggest bull I've killed so far. How big was it? It was a four by five. <laughs> he was a big bull. Oh, big I one? mean, for for a four by five, he was hmm. he was a nice bull. Yeah. But that was with a rifle. Oh, so that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <I just laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't count. <laughs> Scott, are, did you tell people what you're shooting yet this year? I don't ever go into the you're really thinking about it. I typically try to stay away from like the little ding threes and fours. 
Try to get a decent five for the first. Why don't you look at Why don't you look at Brad? Why don't you look at Brad when he said that? He said the same thing that I feel <laughs> like. It's because he's a little bull last year. I didn't see his bull last. You know the what? smallest four point you will ever see. No, Dude, but I'm the same I, way. Like, I helped <laughs> pack. I helped pack that one out. Yeah, you I know what? I'm glad like it wasn't a big. Decent bull, like a right. five or something for like the first couple few weeks, and then the last week. It if it matter. comes out, I don't care. Like if it's legal, it's done. Those would be perfect. Raking antlers. Those, yeah. Those Dude, are small. So, if you think about this, you'll never kill a bull. Smaller. No, a, Dude, a I w- four point like that. That's I the would, most unique I would, four point I would ever challenge kill. somebody to kill a it smaller It would be hard to kill, or, kill a smaller branch antlered elk. Yeah, I would that. challenge I've myself to kill a smaller four life. point. That if was I like could a... see that good, <laughs> yeah. I would. Hey, I've said I'm... this before. And, and <laughs> that bull last year was hilarious. I like People might judge, but I know that thing had three for sure. Before I shot. Yeah. But walking up on it, I started to get a little nervous. <laughs> I'm like, Do you see pictures of his bull? Mm. You should see. You, should, oh, you got a picture of your it's bull? It's so awesome. So he calls me. He's like, bull down. I would have shot that thing. I was like, like, oh. I would have not even too. hesitated. I was like, but you see the bull I, I shot? It was bull. pretty small. I just, should have just, you know. Brad made me mount it. Oh, I had a I had a muzzleloader <laughs> tag last year, and I'm convinced that I wasn't meant to be a muzzleloader hunter. If it could go wrong. During muzzle well, that's season? just muzzleloader hunting, man. It went wrong last year. I had deer and elk last year. You b- muzzleloaded both of them? And yeah, Jesus, I didn't kill anything. Well, I mean, if I didn't have keeping your powder dry in the November in Oregon or December in Oregon is very hard. Oh, my powder is always dry. Is it your caps not going off? No, the caps went off. The gun wouldn't. <laughs> so twice, was it, twice. So was it the bullets. powder or the caps or neither? It was just. God hates me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just man. Just had a curse season. So what are you doing this year? You it was just out? a bad um, origi- Originally, you said you were going to hold out. Yeah. I think if I see a good five point, I'm probably going to shoot the first big rag five I see. Yeah, hopefully, I have somebody with me. If I don't I'm, have anybody with me. I'm going to be right me, next to you. I say, if I don't. For any bull that's legal. I'm shooting it. Yeah. No, like if I have nobody with me and there's like the bull that I saw last yeah. year, prob- I, I mean, I'll probably shoot it to be straight yeah. up. Just because I, we've got so many people that want to kill bulls this year, like my dad. Yeah. I really yeah, want yeah. to focus on him. It's tough because how many years will you ever say like, oh, I'm going to hold out and then you don't get a shot. You pass on a bull like the first week and then you never get a shot for the rest of the that's, year. That's my like, thing. Yeah, screw this. I used to struggle so hard just to get a shot. Now it's like, I think I can pass up a bull or two. And like yeah. the year, last year, missed a bull that morning and then killed one that evening. Yeah. So right. it's like, I think I'm getting good enough to finally start well, when you pushing myself. Safari, it's, it's, simple. it's easy when you have a tire. <laughs> but I mean, my desire to kill a big bull is to the point where I'm willing to pass up small bulls yeah. now. I was, I was going to say, you've, you've got... A My couple. desire to kill a big bull is going to cost me a lot of money. Because <laughs> when it comes to archery hunting, I've told myself I'm going to pass up a bull. And then I've had a bull standing in front of me, and I wanted to pass him up. Well, the only year I passed up a bull is when I went over to East. I had a pretty good tag, and I passed up five-ish, six bulls, ended up not filling my tag. And I'm like, yeah. you know. But but with that tag. I should have shot the- a big 300 350 yeah but See, with that tag was what what have those bulls been something you would have shot the last day oh yeah. yeah was that was that your sled springs yeah speak when i had sled springs <laughs> this is going back to the calling part you <laughs> you just cracked me up go ahead i went on that 
I went out by myself one morning. Just, out sled? Yeah. I just okay. got up from camp. You have like four hours of editing. Uh, fuck it, this. dude. We're already, we're already gone. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, it takes nine, ten years to draw that tag. You know. Yeah, whatever. if somebody wants to do it. Good, good luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I just woke up one morning and I took off walking from camp. And I heard a bull bugle. So I started just, I didn't call nothing. Just followed him. And I followed him for like a mile and a half before I got close enough to like like get in on him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't make a noise till I was 40 yards from him. I had eyes on him at 40 yards. I was like, I got to get around this tree. And then I'm going to cow call and he's going to step out. And he's just walking along, bugling, feeding, all by himself. And I get by, get around that tree, and I cow call, and he just keeps feeding. Cow call again, he just keeps feeding. Doesn't even care. So I rip off a bugle, doesn't even care. He just looks around, keeps feeding. Walks off, bugles again, just goes back to feeding. So I scream at him again from... <laughs> 40 yards from him and he just he didn't even care he just like that's sled springs for nothing, us too for the absolutely most part. nothing nothing existed in yeah. his and i was world. like what is going on see yeah i don't know that's why i want to nerd out on this elk call yep i'm gonna nerd Thanks out to on this shit this year <laughs> paul, paul Madell is gonna be my best friend this year <laughs> <laughs> well uh i think we're getting about that time that we need to hang this podcast up but mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys for coming on, Bubba. Scott. Ne- next time we'll it's a good time. To, thanks ne- for having you guys on. Next time we'll tell the Dukes a hazard story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? What's that law of uh, limitations or whatever? Yeah, Statue limitations. It's been long ran enough. out on it. You're good. It's been long enough. <laughs> <laughs> nothing died. I didn't even shoot an arrow. But... <laughs> <laughs> it was but, the thought uh, that counted. It's a good story, though. Well, good luck, everybody. <laughs> it is the uh, 25th of August season starts exactly a week from now and uh, I hope you guys are all best luck this year so we'll catch you on the next one